Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of Squadcast. I am your host Ian Hansen here at the Squadcast Studios. How's everyone doing today? So Tony and I got together last night, Monday, uh, and we uh, we did a live show. We uh, were at Dreamers Vault. It was my first time ever being in that building, nonetheless recording there. It is um, a really cool card and game and comic shop. Uh, some metal figurines and stuff. They had some... Some, some not really any action figures, but they had a few select pops. Um, it was a really cool hole-in-the-wall type place. Definitely a lot of space, though. Um, they had a bunch of tables set up and everything, so it was really cool. The only issue is the, it is pretty loud. So um, I want you to bear with the episode. Um, it does get quieter in some parts. Tony gets a little quiet here and there, so do I. I apologize for that. It was our first time ever recording there, like I said. So um, we're going to be working a little bit. I'm going to try to find a day maybe where they're not so busy. Um, or try to figure out something like a, a dome around the microphone or something where it'll block some of the noise. So I apologize for the noise and stuff, but uh, try if you bear with it, I think it's a really fun episode. Uh, everything, like, you know, good talks. We do our, our typical stuff. We talk a little bit here and there about comics. Uh, about shows, about movies, uh, the new comic list that came out, everything like that. So it's a really fun episode. Tony is always amazing to hang out with and talk to comics with. His uh, He has a lot more knowledge in Marvel than I do, so it's always fun to learn what's happening in Marvel. And uh, yeah, guys, so um, before I start, though, I have uh, nothing but great things to say about the staff. At Dreamers Vault, uh, they were incredibly nice to us, uh, really supportive of what we were doing. They were re- really quick to get back on an email uh, about us coming in. The only thing they wanted to make sure we knew it'd be noisy, which it was, and I, I don't think that's much of an issue. I'm gonna try to figure out stuff to do, uh, like a dome around it or like a blockade type sound barrier around the mic. Uh, get some foam or something. I'm going to look into that. Like I said, the episode is quite loud in the background, but we do come out pretty well. So, yeah, guys, uh, I support that shop, though. I'm, we're going to be going back and doing more shows there, I think. It's convenient for Tony, convenient for me. And it had a nice, a good amount of space, and I like their comic selection. They had a lot of good recent back issues. And uh, some good issues, or like recent, you know, like just released issues. I was able to grab the Tom King Superman up in the air. I grabbed issue one of Lois Lane. Uh, I was able to finally find an issue of Silver Surfer Black, which I read last night, and holy crap, it is amazing. So I look forward to seeing what that has in store for it. But anyway, guys, sorry my rambling. Uh, Enjoy the episode. Um, 27, Dreamer's Vault, uh, the live, recorded live. All right, live, love comics. Bye, guys. Hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Squadcast. I'm your host, Ian Hansen. And I'm the other host, Tony Maher. We are here at Dreamer's Vault in the back corner. It is quite busy tonight here, so uh, we'll have to apologize for the noise that you're going to hear in the background. But uh, we'll do our best to try to cut that out in editing. Um... How's it going? Yeah, it's going. Uh, yeah, picked up some comics here at uh, Viewers Vault. Uh, picked up final issue of War Scrolls from the World of Realms. Daredevil versus Kingpin. Very good fight so far. Uh, Uncanny Avengers issues number 23 through 25 through the Axis prologue. I'm about two issues away from completing the whole prologue. And then X-Men uh, Civil War 2 number 3 and 4. So see issue number one at that arc. I also picked up some new books while I was here um, in pre, uh, pre-session here. I picked up the Silver Surfer Black issue number one, uh, Lois Lane number one, and uh, Tom King's uh, Superman uh, up in the air. Um, I wasn't aware that he was the one writing it when I saw it the other day online, but I figured I'd pick it up and give it a read. Um, he hasn't failed me yet, so we'll see how it goes. Uh, what's the, what's uh, what's new with you, Tony? Uh, I just, just got back from Omaha, 4th of July. 
about a five and a half hour drive, but you know, it is what it is. That's not too bad. Visiting a college buddy, so nice. yeah, it was pretty fun. How about you? Uh, my wife and kid were gone last week, 4th of July, for, they went to Springfield, Illinois. Okay. Uh, and then they drove down to Missouri and stuff too, but um, I uh, I just worked. I've been working. Spider-Man came out far from home. Ooh, how was is, how is, uh, that shift? Uh, it's weird because it came out on a Tuesday, so it was cheap Tuesday, movie Tuesday. Okay. And um, it draws in a specific type of crowd that don't really spend any extra money. Mm-hmm. They're like there for their cheap movie. And now the Icon Theater does like a $6. Uh, if, you have, if you buy the, like the uh, if you buy the ticket that's like six dollars now, not five. You also get a chance to get like uh, a five dollar combo thing, which is actually a really cool deal in our theater. So um, we'll to go down on Tuesday night then. Yeah, so we're doing that now, but so we're busy. We did well in sales, but it was uh, it hit pockets. Heat up in the kitchen, not a lot of people ordered food. Right. It's a very specific clientele that came through. Okay. Um, but besides that, I've been busy. Once the kid came home, we uh, we went to a park called uh, French Park in the Three Rivers District. Okay. Uh, it's like it's um, a big. It's a giant playground, but a lot of it's like ropes and stuff. Oh, interesting. Super fun to play with. Um, my legs are super sore. Oh, I believe that. Uh, went to the beach there. There's also the lake, French Lake, I believe it's called. I'm not sure exactly what lake it is, but. Uh, I'm assuming because it's called French Park, it's French Lake. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. Uh, went swimming a little bit. Uh, not too much. I've just been enjoying spending time with him now that he's been home. Um, reading some comics still. I've been reading the Green Arrow uh, Rebirth run. Okay. Really enjoyable. Um, really enjoyable, actually. It's definitely like bringing older Green Arrow style of comics mm-hmm. into the newer modern age. Oh, and it's like his introduction with Black Canary and stuff like that. Okay. Um, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. So that's pretty much what I've been up to. Work, comics, hanging out with the kid now that he's back. Well, I saw you got a pretty big pull list this past weekend. Did you, did you pick up this recently? No. Oh. I guess the one I saw uh, on page oh no, that was my back, my back reading. Oh. That was everything I needed to back read. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I read, I did, I got knocked out about eighty percent of it. Oh, hey, there you go. Yeah, so I knocked about eighty percent of my reading log. Um, starting with, um, I started with Dial uh, H for Hero. Okay. I only read issue one of the three I have. Okay. Um, there's a lot about that character I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a newer, it's. I don't know any, like, I know it used to be a book, but I don't know anything about it. It involves this red phone that, when it was answered, a bunch of different combo characters had a four on their head. Mm-hmm. And it's weird. And, like, Alfred was one of them. And a bunch of, like, villains and heroes and just different people were, like, affected by it. I don't know. I don't honestly know what it's about. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting. So I need to finish that. Otherwise, I've been doing The Female Furies, finally. I read three issues of that, of the six run they have. Um, I really enjoyed that book. Oh, okay. I really enjoyed anything about Apocalypse and the New Gods and stuff. And it is really, um, it's a huge story about a lot of issues that are happening in today's world as well with okay. um, women and abuse and other things in that line. So I've really, um, I've really enjoyed the book and Radiance. Okay. Definitely a good Check read. Out, um, and they introduce, and it's like pre-Big Barda and Mr. Miracle. And they introduce him as Scott Free, as just a member of, like a normal, just a normal member of the people there. Right. Like he's just a, a Dark Side's adopted son at that point. Okay. He's nothing special. Okay. Um, so it's quite interesting to read. And yeah, guys, I don't know. Um, I recommend reading it, but that's about it on that subject. Speaking of Big Bada, can I just. And I know I'm going to have people who hate me for saying this. Can I just say how atrocious Big Bada sounds in the newest episode of Young Justice? Ah, Young Justice indeed. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not... It's weird. They give her a very strange, raspy... Like, not monstrous isn't the word I want to use. Um, squeakish, almost. Oh, yeah, it's almost a monstrous, squeakish. squeakish voice. When Big Barda should not have... I personally don't think she should have that voice. No. That voice belongs on maybe... 
I don't know, not a cheetah? Like, because when you think big-bodied, you think like a Wonder Woman voice. Like a deeper Wonder Woman voice, indeed, yeah. yeah. Definitely agree on that. Yeah, it's definitely a weird voice to get used to. And I, as much as I want to see her more in the series, I kind of don't want to deal with her voice as it is <laughs> yeah. in there. So, um, but speaking of Young Justice, how are you liking the new? Have you seen all three new? I've only seen the first new one. I'll, I'll probably watch it next to after this after this podcast. Tonight. It's really good. Um, they do push a lot of issues of today's world mm-hmm. in it. Um, it's definitely supposed to take place at modern times. We're uh, talking about civil rights and um, so what I'm looking for. Trafficking. Trafficking, definitely. That's obviously a very loose interpretation of actual kid trafficking right now. Right. And obviously they use meta abilities and all that stuff in that line. And um, even like sexual orientation and all that. All the stuff that's happening really in today's world with the LGBTQ community and along with like just everything else. They're really all showing issues in that. Right. Mixed in with a world of superheroes, which is really, really cool to actually read. Not read, but watch. Because of that, with all that awareness, I'd say, in my opinion, 3 is better than 1 and 2. I mean, one was like really good. One was amazing. Two was just. Eh. One was really focused on just the characters themselves. Right. Like that story arc. Mm-hmm. Two, they opened it up, but it was really about that alien invasion and stuff like that. And three really does seem to be a more worldly view of a show. Mm-hmm. So I'm really enjoying it. Um, I'm glad that I. I'm a little upset that they're only releasing one episode this week. Yeah, they're, they're only they dropped, they, they snuck three on us the first time. Um, we're only going to get one episode a week until August 27th. That's the worst thing I've ever heard in my life. Yep. Yeah, we have until August. <laughs> I don't know if I can wait. What I do is I just start rewatching it from the beginning again. All of it. Like, all <laughs> season three. And by the time that it generally I hit that, mm-hmm. I'm kind of getting sick of like the first three episodes. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, I'm not a big fan of Geostorm, like I've said before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's kind of hit or miss for me. Talk into the microphone, Tony. Uh, I'm trying. <laughs> I know. You're sitting farther back than I am. Um, just with all the noise, we got to make sure. Like, again, guys, uh, we are at Dreamer's Vault here in St. Louis Park, back in the game room, so there's quite a bit of noise happening, so I apologize for the background stuff. I'm uh, trying to make sure I talk in the mic, trying to make sure Tony talks in the mic. That way we are uh, ready and set, and you guys can hear us through the chatter. Uh, maybe you'll hear some cool conversation in the background there. Who knows? Um, but yeah, Young Justice, I'm really enjoying it. Um, isn't there another show coming out after Young Justice? Is it Stargirl, finally? I think it's Stargirl. Is that, that's live action? Yeah, okay. I know nothing about it. Um, have you seen any Swamp Thing yet? Nope. Yet yeah, neither have I. Mostly out of spite because it's Warner Brothers dropping the ball. Yeah, I don't. I don't know why. I think. Well, I was trying to watch it twice, and it for some reason kept cutting out three fourths of the way through, and I just never went back. Huh. And I know I'll, I'll probably watch it at some point, mm-hmm. but it, it does not have my attention at the moment. So I apologize for anyone who's like, "How dare you not watch it." Did you know it's already on episode 6? Yeah, yeah. I was like, didn't it just come out? I feel like it just dropped. (laughs) Um, I wish Young Justice would feel that way. Um, But yeah, I waited waited months for four episodes. Well, three episodes, which is fine. It's more than I would have had otherwise, so I'm okay with that. But I just, I I want more of that story. You know what I want more of? What? I want Teen Titans, I want Titans season 2 already. Deathstroke, Jericho, and Rose are coming. And it's going to be so sweet. Yeah. I'm still not a big fan of Titans. <gasps> Don't get me wrong, it's a good show. I liked it. But, like, Doom Patrol was better. <laughs> Let's be real. Um, no, it had nothing to do. I just... I feel like as I, I think season two will be a lot different. Um, I feel like they pushed the concept of gritty, raw, 
mm-hmm. language, sex, violence, hard mm-hmm. on this season because they wanted to make a point. And I have to really watch the season. I know I do. But it just... And Michael Hayner tried to convince me otherwise. But um, it's still just not my favorite. I really enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I just... I hope to see more story arc yeah. in this next season, more than just, I'm going to whine a little bit, and then I'm going to beat up somebody. I'm not Batman. Er. Right. Like, I get that's what he's supposed to be, because he's becoming Nightwing. Mm-hmm. But, grr, too many times is that for me, I think? Right. And My then, other great for this season is, you know how most shows end the season, like, all this, like, story for that season wrapped up and everything? Yeah. They just kind of. It was like a mid-season finale. Yeah, they just kind of left it out there. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Um, the last episode really upset me. Like none of that made sense. Even as a nightmare made from oh, spoilers, even from a nightmare made from Trigon, I don't see that ever happening that way. And I get like I was told that because that's his perspective of Batman. Right, it was a dream. But there's, I still don't believe that that's his Dick Grayson's perspective of Batman. But you, you had... That week. But you, you had to look at the fact that Grayson has had a vendetta against Batman like ever since he left. I know, but he's never seen Batman as a weak person. And I guess because if he would have killed the Joker... Mm-hmm. I guess then he would see him as weak because I would be breaking his own code. Right. But I just, I had a really hard time wrapping my head around the concept of him seeing him weak. Like, so weak that he could easily take him down. Maybe, maybe in season two we'll get, like, some sort of, like, explanation as to why yeah. he think he sees him. I, I, I really do. It probably is because, like, once he killed the Joker, mm-hmm. his his how he saw him, I guess, would have changed completely. Right. And I get it, but it just it was hard to watch. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Beast Boy in the show, I liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like. I don't understand why he's stuck as a tiger. Yeah. Is that in the comics? Like, I don't. No, he he changes into other characters and like TV shows and comics. Yeah. So I, I, I was, why I thought she was like. Just a tiger. And the fact that he kills somebody as the tiger, right? I, I, I don't need that. I guess that's my thing. Like I didn't need Beast Boy to kill somebody. Matter of fact, I didn't need half the death in that show. Mm-hmm. Like Starfire is a murderous rampage sexaholic. Right. So. Oh, speaking of Beast Boy, did you know I've still only seen episode one of Doom Patrol? I've only I'm only one episode in, and I've heard people said it's amazing. Doom Patrol, the Doom Patrol show? Yeah. He's not in. Yeah, but that Beast, Doom Patrol was in an episode. Yeah, the, yes. you know, like a backdoor pilot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, people said it's funny, but it, that pilot episode was like, this isn't really funny. No, the pilot episode's hard to watch. Yeah. It's I mean, it's a, like a very tragic thing. But keep watching, though. Try episode two. It gets a lot better. Okay. Um, once they introduce, like, Crazy Jane okay. and stuff, it's a lot different. Um, but yeah, the first episode is very tragic. And it, it, it has that, the entire show has a tragic feel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all these people are in accidents of some sort or another, and that's how they had their, got their powers some way. Mm-hmm. But like, there is a comic relief through it, but it just, that first episode does not show you that. No, oh no. It really, it really does push the concept of like, Bendon Fraser's character, like, torm- uh, Torment, mm-hmm. with him becoming Robot Man. So, the one thing I don't understand about that show is how nobody ages. Like, no one. Literally, no like, one. I get Rita why she doesn't change. Right. She has the ability to morph herself. She's the elastic woman. Robot Man. Well, Robot, Robot Man, yeah, it's his brain, but his brain's like 80 years old. But for some reason, he's not 80 years old. Like, He's like still the same age that he was. Mm-hmm. Chief should be dead because Chief is ancient. Chief should be wild and brave at this point. Yeah, especially <laughs> like in general, especially because they go back into his past. Right. Um, Larry is from like a pilot from like the 60s or something like that. Mm-hmm. And he's roughly the same yeah. age, which you don't ever get to see his face and stuff really. Mm-hmm. He's always wrapped up, but like he's not old. 
like and they show people from his past mm. in, like in, in today's world and he's still young um, who else is in there Crazy Jane is older should mm. be a lot older than what she is right um, but I guess she takes on the persona of her personality so it's a little different but like nobody ages in that show yeah I, I mean even neg- like even the negative man not negative man but um, Mr. Nobody is like not aged yeah, maybe they were like a pure comic book, comic book route where like nobody ages. Yeah, um, <laughs> speaking of that, have you read any Gwenpool? Lately? No, I haven't. So there's a page I follow, I think it's called like Comic Books Without Contact, Context. And they keep, he, he keeps posting, um, he pretty much just posts whatever he's reading. Mm-hmm. But it's all been Gwenpool stuff. But she makes it, she's like at someone's deathbed with them. And uh, she's, re- she's like, the good lady in the bed's like, you have an age. She's like, yeah, because I put on a costume. And she's like, yeah, I guess I've just been a secondary character this whole time. <laughs> so they even made a joke. She's like, yeah, costume characters never age. Right. Unless it's like all suddenly mm-hmm. and in a weird spinoff comic. Like uh, she's John like, Kent? Yeah, then she's like, cough old man Logan. Or like old man Quill. So they make a joke about it in that book. <laughs> oh, that's pretty great. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty funny. I thoroughly like I'm enjoying those reading. I'm never gonna buy the book, but I enjoy reading those panels that he's been posting. Right. Um speaking of random books, have you read Deceased yet? No, I haven't. I read issue one. Is it good? It's interesting. Okay. Um, definitely interesting. I'm not sure how I feel yet about it, but uh I plan on eventually reading the rest of them. Mm-hmm. I'm in no rush, but eventually I'll get to it. I, I tend to read more canon comics like DC yeah. and Marvel I do too there's the side there's the occasional side like Maxio miniseries but other than that yeah it's canon I wonder if Superman up in the sky is going to be canon not sure not sure you have to let me know I still am very shocked that they're giving Lois Lane a 12 issue mini run I expected a 6 when I found out I think the last Lois Lane series I remember there was like one in the stages that was like book 1 or 2 yeah, yeah. Book one. Oh, it looks super interesting, so. Yeah, it's awesome. You can't go wrong. I'll eventually read it. I'm sure I'll be heavy in Clark Kent stuff. Um, I never. Did you ever read any old school ones? I think I have like one or two issues somewhere in a box. Okay. But I'm not 100% sure. Um, but yeah, so uh, should we get to that part of the, con- the co- podcast where we start talking about what's coming out this week? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, all right. What do we. Maybe. Tony's working on it, guess. Be patient with me. His password is 4361. <laughs> Just kidding. It is not. Uh, where should we start? Should we start with um, probably not the top of the list because, oh my God, we'll be here for weeks. Yep. <laughs> uh, should we start with DC Comics? Yeah, let's do, let's do it. All right. I will go with DC Comics and you can do the Marvel because it will be easier that way, I think. Alright guys, so coming out this week in comics, this is uh, this Wednesday, um, 7-10. So this Wednesday we got, for DC Comics, we have Batman 74, Batman and the Outsiders number 3, I have to pick up number 2 still, um, Batman Universe number 1 of 6, do you know what that is? No, I've never heard of it. Great, now I have to look that up. <laughs> uh, Catwoman number 13. Uh, Detective Comics one uh, one thousand and seven. Uh, Doom Patrol: The Weight of the Worlds number one. Apparently, Doom Patrol is having books. Um, a lot of people I know will be happy about this. Uh, Doomsday Clock issue number nine. Uh, second print variant cover. So if you did missed it the first time, you can get it now. Um, Event Leviathan issue number two of six. Uh, I at first thought that was a Superman book, but apparently it's just like it's gonna be like a crossover type thing. I think. What? I don't know because the uh, first one was like a Superman book, mm-hmm. but I just saw a glam shot online. It was like yesterday, and it had Batman on the cover. Huh. So I don't know. Um, if you guys want to message me or something about that or tell me that I'm wrong, that'd be great. So I don't have to look it up. But issue number two is coming out this week. Uh, Flash number 74, I am looking forward to that. So good. I I, I wasn't reading Flash anymore. Mm-hmm. I stopped at like issue 12 of Rebirth. Uh-huh. Issue 70 made me pick it back up. It's so good. So good. Um, God, I love that book. Anyway, 
Uh, Justice League Odyssey number 11, you read that, correct? Oh, yes. I I honestly think you should pick up on it. It has it's focuses on dark side. I have number one. It's so good. Man. I have number one, and I think I read two panels before I got interrupted, and I never put it back in, uh, oh, picked man. it back up. Dark side's going it's, out. It's in my pile. It's in that 20% out. I didn't get a chance to read, <laughs> um, along with, uh, like, No Justice and a bunch of other comics that came out oh, months ago. dude. <laughs> anyway, Naomi number six. Red Hood and the Outlaws, number 36. Supergirl, 32. Superman, 13. Both great books so far. Indeed. Uh, Trials is Shazam, the complete series trade back. Wonder Twins, number 6 to 12. Wonder Woman, 74. And what I'm one of my most favorite books right now coming out is Young Justice. And number 7 is coming out for that. And then let's see. We got IDW Publishing. Um, kiss for you guys. Um, you know, just gonna you know, throw this one out there for everyone. The Care Bears Unlock the Magic, issue one of three. And yeah, that's the only one I'm gonna bring up because I feel like that's the only one worthy. And Image Comics, we have Bad Weekend Hardcover, Criminal Number Six, Murder Falcon Tradeback, which I might pick up because I've heard a lot of good things about Murder Falcon. Is that like that heavy metal, like superhero band? Or- no idea. Um, Josh Rose, I think, was telling me about it. Somebody was telling me about it. Somebody's probably screaming right now, going, no, no, I was a jerk face. I hate you. Um, Unearth number one and unnatural number 11. And now here with um, comics of Marvel is Tony. All right, so we got Age of X-Men, Apocalypse and the X-Tracks, which are number five and five, which I'm still surprised Age of X-Men is still going on. <laughs> uh, we got Amazing Spider-Man, number 25. Uh, bunch of cover variants for that one. Uh, Avengers 21. Black Hat, uh, number one, second printing. Black Hat, number two. Bunch of variant covers for that as well. Uh, Champions, number seven. With that, we'll see a Nova if he can get his helmet back. Decades uh, in the Marvel. Decades of Marvel in the thousands hitting the headlines. Trade paperback. Uh, Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man, volume one. Trade paperback. Giant Size, Ecstatics, number one. Invisible Woman, number one of five for that miniseries. Ironheart, number eight. Ironheart, volume one. Trade paperback. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Marvel Tales, Captain America number one. I know they have Thanos and Iron Man out, out already. Oh, uh, let's see here. We got Myers Morales, Spider Man number eight. Uh, New X Men Companion. Companion, trade paperback, Savage Avengers number two, second printing. For those of you who want to get a copy of that, uh, Savage Sword of Conan number seven, uh, Secret Warps, Weapon Hacks Annual number one, so that's part two, number five of uh, that mini series going on. Uh, Spider Man Deadpool volume nine, Event Pool, trade paperback. We got Star Wars number 68 and all those varying covers Star Wars Age of Resistance, Captain Phasma. One shot. Symbiote Spider Man number four. Thor number 15. Absolute Carnage. Carnage number one. Uh, True Believers. True Believers. Absolute Carnage. Um, Venom vs. Carnage number one. Venom number 16. War of the Realms New Ages of Atlas number three or four. We got the War of the Realms Omega number one. So that's the final issue of that event. Uh, Weird World. The Dragon Master of Quantum Trade paperback. Wolverine and Captain America Weapon Plus Weapon Plus number one uh, Wolverine vs. Blade Special number one uh, We got X-Men number one So that you know that poster you got hanging up In your office mm, Yes, It's sorry. the very issue of that Except it's the Fast and audition Oh I love those things coming out Yeah I might pick that up yeah, um, I actually all... had to take that poster down due to some stuff. Oh, but it's still sitting next to my desk. All right. Well, that issue is only three ninety nine when it comes out this week. So. I would, I would probably pick that up just because of like, I mean, come on, like that's a, I love how Marvel's doing it. Yeah, they push out these awesome, amazing old school cover books, and it has the same. It's the same exact book. Mm-hmm. The art is just reprints. Like, the art's the same, the advertisement's the same. Mm-hmm. Every bit of that book is the exact same as it came out 
on date. You know what I also saw? I oh. saw New Mutants first appearance of Deadpool, Fast Me Audition. Three ninety nine. That'd be amazing to read. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pretty sure I saw one of those at the shop. Okay. But nonetheless, or I probably got rid of it already. Anyway, um, but that is your Marvel and other books coming out this week. Um, I didn't really see much from mangas coming out, so we're gonna pass that this time, guys. And let's see what else we have. This is typically when we jump into the moments of our other segments. And, uh, oh, I should have done this a while ago. Anyway, uh, I was looking at the waves. Um, I moved the microphone and, like, the waves just dropped. So, probably should have done this a while ago, guys. I apologize. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> and, um, let's see, what else? This is normally when we either drop in five minutes with Tony or other parts of the segments, but we don't got it. Tony's right here next to me. So, what else are we going to dabble about? You know, you know, I've actually been finishing anime so far. Oh, what have you been watching? Uh, you, have, you ever watched Gurren Logan? No. It's pretty interesting. Uh, basically, the premise of the show of uh, these aliens have drove the humans down into uh, the depths of the earth. Yeah. So the humans are pretty much hiding from these aliens. And a little bit of spoiler, uh, so far... Uh, if the humans reach one million inhabitants on the planets, the aliens will come back and try and attack them. So basically, there's been a uh, a way of population control by these like beasts, like humanoids, pretty much. So now, and basically, the premise of the show is the humans that have been under Earth are pretty much fighting back against these beast humanoids who are trying to keep the population. Are the beast humanoids from the aliens? Uh, or are they from the uh, the like Earth? Saying, like, we can't... Making sure they don't get enough because mm-hmm. they're scared of the aliens. The, I'd, I'd say they're technically aliens. I'd have, I'd have to walk back and do some research on it because i just only seen, like, all these episodes once. Okay. But, yeah, pretty much at first you think these beasts... Like these beast men are evil, yeah. but these beast men are just like, no, we're just trying to save your hide some of these aliens so we don't get annihilated. So basically, we're gonna kill a bunch of people mm-hmm. to save a bunch of people. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> anyway, um, let's see what anime have I been watching? I watched Fairy Gone. Have you ever seen it? Nope. It's new. It's only like twelve episodes in. Okay. Um, it's hard to explain. But basically, there was a, like a war a long time ago, and now like the army separated. But some people were there's like these little fairy things, but they're these little creature type things. But they can transfer into people somehow. Like a lot of them get like fairy transplants, and that's they could use their fairy person as like a weapon and it's kind of it's hard to explain I don't I'm sorry I'm doing a horrible job once again I also just watched every episode once so I don't know like and it's at night so I'm like half awake but like there's a girl who is able to get possessed by one without a transplant Mm -hmm. and it's like an anomaly like no one's ever heard of it and they work for a company called Dorothy and it's just it's weird Hmm. and it's all these clans and separated Units of land. It's really hard to explain it. Any anime person is probably yelling at me right now. Yeah, probably at me too. <laughs> yeah, so I apologize. But Fairy God, I recommend. Um, last Manga Monday, I posted, I think I used that, them as the cover photo for the Minnesota Comic Squad. Okay. It was like the wolf and stuff in the background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that. Um, what else have I been watching? Of course, Dragon Ball Super. Okay. Um, I need to catch up. I like two episodes behind um, I think I'm on like 115 right now okay and then um, I know I need to finish Fairy Tale, but I don't want it to end so I haven't finished it yet because <laughs> uh, I love that show too much how's it tagging on Titan you've been watching it uh, I watched the first dozen episodes okay and kind of stopped because it's super weird and I'm I don't know, I just kinda stopped. Uh, you gotta push through. I, I will. So I will, but I saw Fairy God and I wanted to check it out. Okay. So that took up some of my time. And I think there was another one I'm watching. I don't know, I don't remember. I was gonna rewatch My Hero Academia. Okay. Just because I love that show so much and I I didn't think I would ever like that show. Right. Um I tried to watch it like a year ago almost at this point. Mm-hmm. And 
my uh, Brody Perry, my nephew, really wanted me to watch it. Okay. And I couldn't get past uh, Midoriya's whininess. The first episode was so hard. The second episode, still so hard. <laughs> but I, and then I stopped. And about five or four months later, mm-hmm. I decided I'm going to try again because I needed something to watch. Right. And I'm like, oh, I'll try it again. And I rewatched it. I just pushed through it. And by episode six, I binged the entire season. <laughs> like one night. Oh, man. I stayed up almost all night watching this. I love the show. All Might is just amazing. It's actually the same voice actor as Vegeta and Piccolo from Dragon Ball. Really? Yeah, well, Dragon Ball Z and Super. That's pretty sweet. Um, it's really funny. And uh, but yeah, I his relationship with Midori, I love. And the growth of the characters doesn't seem to rush, and it doesn't seem like it's on delay. Mm-hmm. But I really enjoy that show. Okay. Okay. Um, Quirk concept and everything is just super entertaining. So if you ever see it, have you, you haven't seen it? No. Nope. I, I would recommend watching it. Okay. It's a fun show. It's not dark. It, it has its moments, mm-hmm. um, but it's not an overbearing dark, and it's not an overbearing comedy. It has a really good mixture of these characters and the growth of these characters. So okay. I recommend watching it. Um, Speaking of anime, I got a question for you. What's the weirdest anime you've ever watched? Okay, I was trying to watch... I, I didn't even mean to watch it. But um, this is when I first was getting into anime. And Netflix came out with a Devilman show. Okay. No, nothing about Devilman. Older anime, manga and stuff. Mm-hmm. I got to like three-fourths of the episode and realize it's like soft hentai. <laughs> Did it like... It's basically hentai. Okay. Without being hentai. Oh, man. <laughs> and... But this, I kind of got hooked on the story a little bit. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, I kind of want to watch episode two. Yeah. And I tried. And I got like quarter way through episode two. And I couldn't do it anymore. Because I was like, this is ridiculous. This is super weird. Like, there's way too much sexual activity going on in this <laughs> show. And it's just weird. So I think that would have to be it. Okay. Um, for that kind of weirdness. Otherwise, like, the most bizarre type storyline stuff would have to be Kino's Journey. Okay. It is... It is very weird, interesting storyline. Um, I recommend watching that. It's only like ten episodes. And that's it. Mm-hmm. And it it seems like it could open up for epi- like a season two easily. But it's a very interesting story, and I recommend reading it. Oh, I mean, watch okay. it. It's also manga, obviously. Right. Um, for free comic book day, here's one of the books. Oh, okay. Um, so, but it involves this like girl and a talking motorcycle, mm-hmm. basically. Oh. He's not oh, like yeah. not transformer either. He's just it's or anything special. It doesn't have a mouth. Right. It's just a talking motorcycle. All right then. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she like obviously rides him around, but they're called something I can't remember. Okay. It's like a legit thing. It's a very unique thing in that world. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people have them anymore. Okay. So it's like from the old world. Something like that. But yeah, I recommend it. What is the weirdest one you've ever seen? Alright, so it's called Kill a Kill, and basically, the short premise of it is clothes are trying to take over the world. Clones? Clothes, like clothes? your clothes that you wear. Oh, are, Jesus. Are trying to take over humans. I mean, I, I guess. Like, are they like on top? Like, what do you mean? Are they genetically altered? Like, it's like this woman is basically a witch? using. Yeah, like, it's kind of like witch per se. It's trying to use clothes to, like, as mind control, as a minions to take over the world. It's like she wraps in the uh, clothes of, like, a mind controlling clothes to take over everyone. Interesting. Yeah. It, What's it called again? It's called Kill La Kill. Okay. That's weird. Yeah. Have you seen that one? I don't know what it's called, but, like, the whole premise is, like, they're, it's like a school of assassins and they're trying to kill the teacher and the teacher's like a big yellow head really? yeah I haven't heard of that one I don't know what it's called again somebody will yell at me I'm sure um yeah I have no idea it's just awkward and weird and I have no <laughs> idea what to do about it um yeah anime's weird man I can only imagine how weird the mangas are. Yeah, right. Like, I have an issue. I love reading manga, mm-hmm. but I have an issue reading manga because of the reverse. Mm-hmm. And I always lose track. And it's hard enough for me to read a normal comic, then I always get confused. So I, uh, 
Uh, I always get really confused reading mangas. Am I one of those persons who, when I'm reading a comic, I sometimes have to go back to other speech bubbles or the entire page because I feel like I miss miss something? Yeah, I do it all the time. (laughs) It takes me like a good 20 minutes to read one comic. Right? And I know people who can read a comic in like three minutes flat and know everything about it. I'm like, I can't do that. I can't do that. I I mean, I try reading everything in like one fell swoop, but there's just sometimes I'm just like, I can't. I need to go back and reread that. Definitely. I feel your pain. I I have a lot of issues of reading that. I have a lot of issues backed up. I have a lot of reading to do. I have like three long boxes of books I've never actually read. But like, they were just... When you get a gift in that sense, mm-hmm. it's really hard to be like, where do I even start going right. back in those books? Oh, I have the same issue, like, just rereading stuff. It's like, I want to go back and reread stuff, but I was like, uh, where do I start? Where do I start? Go- yeah. Like, oh, you have to dig through. You know what I really want to read again, though? And, uh, it's on the DC Universe app now. Um, I saw the Demon, the, uh, Demon Knight run of uh, The Demon. Okay. Um, I have every issue that came up. It's the new 52 run. I was going to say, is that... It's a new 52 run. Um, between me getting... Between, like, Michael Hayner, uh, I got a bunch from him. I picked up issue zero and issue one, and he found me issue seven at a garage sale, like the garage cons. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was able to get the entire 23 run issues that they had. It is one of the best... Stories involving Vandal Savage I've ever read. Oh, wow. This takes place thousands of years ago. It originally started in, like, the medieval times. Mm-hmm. And it just has a huge jump. And, like, he's just hanging out with Vandal Savage, basically at a pub. Oh, at that's a point. so sweet. And, like, this shiny knight is there and a bunch of other characters. And it's really interesting to read. I'm pretty sure I've talked about it before, so I'm not going to go into detail. But, like, I really enjoy it. Um, and it's on the DC Universe app now, along with a bunch of the demon. Um, okay. Which, not to push one of my favorite characters on people, just because he's my favorite, but sometimes his storyline is incredible. The DC Universe, the new books, I saw that they had a demon run. Never saw it on shelves, but uh-huh. apparently they had a demon run. And um, I think that's on there too. I think it only has like six issues and got dropped. Okay. I completely understand why it got dropped. From being a demon fan, I did not like that run. Oh man. <laughs> um, it was not a good run at all. Um, I would rather go back and read the 90s for sure, mm-hmm. um, which I have a lot of those. Nice. Um, but yeah. I, I just loaded the uh, Dark Side War of Justice League onto my uh, comics to read on the app, and I'm so excited to read it. Oh, what, uh, which one? Do you want to read the event with Batman sits in the Mobius chair? Oh, yeah. It's that event. I oh, am nice. so stoked to read that. It, what issues are those again? Uh, I think it's like many? Justice League issues. Yeah. And then there's like like one-shot tie-ins. Okay. That, so. I just couldn't remember off the top of my head. Um, I know what you're talking about. Uh, what else is there out there in the world? I, again, like I know I, I, um, I talk a lot about it, but I love the DC Universe app. So and um, it wasn't as good as it is now as it when it like I got it ooh I got it like January okay I got it late like, a few months in and it wasn't even what it it wasn't that good even then really now it is amazing but I wish there was more oh I always uh, wish comic wise it's great they have so much comics right now that I can't keep up for sure I think they're adding stuff that came out a year ago yeah, I think that's what someone was telling me. I thought there was newer though, but I think it's like all a year back up. But I wish there was more. I guess I thought there was more shows and movies than there is. Mm-hmm. But yet, a lot of the new ones aren't on there. Mm-hmm. Like, Fatal Five came out right away on the app. Right. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Batman hasn't yet. Mm-hmm. Which I wonder if that's because Nickelodeon owns partial rights. That's probably because. Which kind of sucks. Warner Brothers should throw some of that Warner Brothers money and give me the rights because that's half the reason I have the app is so I can watch all the new movies that come out. Right. Um, I see Watchmen's on there. Oh, yeah. I've still haven't Um, seen Watchmen. Have you read Watchmen? Uh, I tried Doomsday Clock, but I was like... I read the six issues of that. What? I read six issues of Doomsday Clock. Okay. It's on the app. Okay. Um, And obviously, as we found out earlier, they're coming on issue nine. Um... It is unique. 
it is definitely a Watchmen story. Um, but they do start introducing after a few. I think it's like issue three or four. They start talking about they go into the universe of DC basically, and huh. you start seeing Batman and stuff. Interesting. Um, you saw the movie. Uh, movie Watchmen. Is, I've never seen, never oh, seen Watchmen movie. You should watch the movie if you would like it's really good but if you want to read the Watchmen book mm-hmm. that the movie is based on mm-hmm. I have the hard, I have the whole book okay it's like this thick. it's like an inch thick it's a big room I believe that um, it's amazing and it's very Alan Moore uh-huh. it's very Alan Moore um, it's a little wordy it's a, a little political it's very in depth mm-hmm. um, it's amazing though so I recommend reading it um, it's definitely uh, an essential of comic book reading Okay. It kind of sucks sometimes because you're like, wow, this is a lot. Mm-hmm. But you'll understand Doomsday Clock a lot better. Okay. Because it's kind of like the after effects of that book. So speaking of like comic book essentials, I wish the DC Universe app would have a curated reading list by creators or artists. It might be in the community. Huh. Have you checked the community part yet? Uh, really. I, I don't think I've even dabbled in it. Do you watch <laughs> DC dailies? No, I watched part of, like, one of the earlier ones. Yeah. But since it's daily, it's so hard to keep up with. It's so hard to keep up. Um, I tried to watch a few of them, but I found a lot of it annoying. A lot of They have, like, 20 hosts on there throughout different episodes sometimes, mm-hmm. and some are on there more than others. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Smith's daughter is on, like, an episode, though. Really? Like, she's one of the hosts. Huh. She's not one of the main hosts, but she's, like, one of the side hosts. That doesn't surprise me, though. Um, no. She's also in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, I guess. Okay. Anyway, um, only reason I know that is because I listened to Spot, uh, Smod, uh, Spodcast. Okay. Smodcast, yeah. Kevin Smith's podcast. Okay. Um, and he talks a lot about it. But, um, yeah, it's on one of the episodes of it. But I tried to watch a few, but some of the people I find really annoying. I just don't care to hear what they have to say. No, that's fair. <laughs> but uh, they do readings a lot with, like, actors and different people huh. of comic book readings. So it's kind of interesting to watch. But, yeah, the day, it's hard to keep up because it's, like, every day. Right. I just don't have time for that. Once a week is enough. Right. Um, I'm loving that app. Um, yeah, actually, before I left here, me and my kid were watching the New Young Justice episodes again. Nice. Um, yeah. It's really enjoyable. Um, I got nothing else on that concept, though. I think that covers that. Um, anything else new with you? Uh, not much. I'm just excited for Absolute Carnage. It is a month away for you, you Marvel fans. Oh, yeah, everyone's been talking believers. about that. Yeah, I, I guess I'm not a true believer because I have no interest in buying any of those books. Uh, I want to read them and I want to find out about it. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm more looking forward to you telling me about it on a podcast oh, than I am so excited. actually <laughs> reading. Um, do you know when issue one comes out? Is it issue uh, one or is it just like a, I, it's a the first week of event? August. It's a whole event. Okay, so when the first event book comes out, uh, we'll have to do a podcast like that week um, so you can tell me all about it. Because okay. that'll probably be, that's like how I learned about Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. Don't ever plan on reading a Captain Marvel book, I'm <laughs> sorry. But dude, I have enough on my pull list. Um, With that podcast, we should, I will try and get Dean Banky to come on. Oh. So we can, you can get two opinions all at once. Yeah, he's a Marvel geek too, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I haven't seen him. He was, I saw him at SpringCon. No, SpringCon? Yeah, I saw yeah. him at SpringCon. Um, he was at Jurgen's table. Nice, nice. So I believe we were talking about the same Dean. Uh, hang on, guys. All right, um, little little mic issues, little little uh, software going on. Um, let's see, what do we have? Anything else you I'm, you're looking forward to other than Absolute Carnage? Ah, uh, you the villain's been really good so far. What you the, the Justice League, the whole Justice League event? I don't think I've read any of those. Oh, dude, Are they out get now? the trade paperbacks now. It's so good. The Justice League in general, or the yeah, Justice League the in villains? general. Do I even have an issue of the Justice League since... Are you talking about the DC Universe one? Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to... I'll probably pick up the trade back. It's leading to another crisis. I'm calling it right now. Do we need another crisis? Oh, dude, I don't care if we need one or not. <laughs> the writing is so, so good. So I just good. want it. <laughs> Fair. Fair. 
Um, that's my only thing is, do we need a repeat of what happened? Because uh, this one's being the monitor, the anti-monitor, the word forger, all against Mother Perpetua. Ooh. Oh, you had me there. And Lex Luthor's behind all of it. Of course Literally he is. all of it. Of it course so he is. freaking good. <laughs> um, does it tie in Lantern Corp then? I uh, kinda, I mean... Is there a lanterns in it? There's John Stewart. John Stewart John, is the lantern in this. Basically, the lanterns are fighting off uh, stuff that's happening because of the source wall okay. that got destroyed. So they're basically on the front line, just trying to hold things back from not collapsing in and itself. Oh, yeah. is this happening in the Green Lantern book or in the Justice League book? The Justice League book. Okay. Jessica Cruz is off in Justice League Odyssey, exploring yeah. the Ghost Sector and whatnot. Okay. And trying to stop whatever dark, dark sides scheming up. And that's that new looking dark side, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, I highly recommend it. Uh, Simon Baz in this book? Uh, I don't know who Simon is. They haven't really mentioned him. Interesting. I think he's probably with the rest of the Lantern Corps. Probably. Fighting off whatever they're fighting. Well, uh, Hal? Hal, um... Is he doing Hal things? Uh, he's probably doing Hal things. Uh, I think... I think DC's just focusing on the... Uh, George Miller, am I saying that right? Not George Miller. Uh, oh, who's the guy that's right in the current? Against some guys probably screaming at me right now because probably. I can't think of him. <laughs> I don't know who's right in current uh, Green Lantern right now. Grant Morrison is right Grant Morrison, yeah, yeah. Oh, I should be yelling at you, George Miller. <laughs> Grant Morrison's saying. Like I said, someone's yelling at me. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to. Um... I wasn't sure what you were talking about if you were talking about who was writing Justice League. I'm like, dude, you're reading it. <laughs> but yeah, if you had told me writing Green Lantern, I would have known. I still have not read any of his books yet. I'd plan on just getting the trade again. Again. There's too many books I'm reading currently. Hey, that trade bag's coming out this week. <laughs> exactly my point. <laughs> so, I'll probably pick up the trade back in like fall. Okay. So I can pick up one and two. Or just at least one. But, like, summer is not my reading time. My reading time is, like, fall and winter when I can't go outside and do anything. Yeah, that's fair. Speaking of lanterns, can I just say how much I appreciate Guy Gardner's uh, banter in the new episode of Young Justice? Oh, it's so Guy Gardner. Oh, it's so good. I like how his suit is modernized, (laughs) but they still gave him a vest. Oh, I love how they just gave him a dirty bubble that too. construct. That too. <laughs> it is hilarious. And then, like, there's a moment where he does something, and they're like, they all yell at him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but, like, in Guy Gardner, he should be reading Doomsday Clock. Okay. The only reason I got into Doomsday Clock, and I know I sound like a broken record, but I, I, I can't stress this point enough. This is what got me into Doomsday Clock. I haven't read this issue yet. Because it's not in the DC Universe app, and I haven't been able to find any on the shelves. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where he, Guy Garner punches Dr. Manhattan in the face, and he lets him do it. <gasps> no. A guy who could literally make oxygen on Mars destroy you with a thought. We wow. the entire DC timeline. Yeah, nonetheless, changed the entire DC timeline. Allowed someone to touch him. Is it like a solid punch? I, like... Yeah, he lays a hit on him. <laughs> Obviously, he doesn't do much, but he lays a hit on him. What brings Dr. Manhattan to allow that to happen? Was, was Manhattan's response? I don't know. That's all I saw was that panel of the punch. I get to see his response being like Thanos being all that for a single drop of blood. I don't think he could even bleed. Like, I don't think he could even bleed. All I read is that comment. I mean, that panel. Mm-hmm. And I got so excited that I had to go back and read it. You have no idea, guys, how giddy I am right now. He, he is he's jumping up and down like a schoolgirl. I don't know how you do it, but every time you read up a comic recommendation that I should read, I just get giddy like see, a little I get giddy girl. when you just tell me about the comics because you do such a better job than I do. Explaining a comic, like, it's just the worst. I can't explain a comic to save my life when I need to, but I can go to work and explain a book from cover to cover to a kid has a guys that have no idea about comic books. See, this is why we're the perfect, perfect uh, podcast host. Basically. We can make each other giddy. Yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the key to life, everyone. If you can make the other person giddy next to you. 
um, by talking about fictional characters. Fictional characters. Um, speaking of fictional characters, um, Jane Silent Bob reboot. Have you ever seen Jane Silent Bob from Kevin Smith? Love Strike it. Back. So good. The movie Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, though. He made a reboot. It's okay. coming out this fall. Like a comic book? No. Like, he legitimately made a new bo- movie called Jane Silent Bob Reboot. Yes. It's coming out this fall. Universal. Yes. Um, he on podcasts, he's not been able to talk much about it. Mm-hmm. But he's been able to talk a little bit about it. Mm-hmm. And his intro to what he talks about is, as I had a heart attack, as I've grown as a, as a person, as an adult, it's been... 20 years since the last movie, and I've grown as a filmmaker, you think no one would, in their right mind would ever make the same movie. Mm-hmm. I made the same exact movie. It is <laughs> literally a reboot of his original Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, where it's Jane Silent Bob find out they're making a reboot movie of Man of Chronic, and they have to get to Hollywood to stop it. Oh my god, that's so perfect. The last movie was credited as 22 cameos, this one's like 46. Holy crap. With obviously they're going to be missing and, they, and the word is that most of the original cameos came back obviously Carrie Fisher is not with us anymore mm-hmm. she was the nun in the car if you didn't know right. um, George Carlin is no longer with us mm-hmm. I think there's another um, Stan Lee I don't think he was in there um, what movie anyway but he was supposed to be in this one okay. before he passed okay. but I guess there's a huge tribute to him huh. they make it known that he was a figure Okay. Um, not sure how they do it, but but like uh, Jason Lee is back. Um, bunch of characters. Chris Hemsworth is in it. Nice. Um, if you watch, do you listen to uh, Fat Man Beyond now? It used to be Fat Man on Batman no, podcast. Great podcast. They do it at the Scum and Villainy Cantina in LA. Nice. Um, so they do it in a live bar, and they stand literally behind a bar. That's Star Wars themed. Oh, that's so cool. Um, but Mark Bernardin is his co-host, okay. which is one of the writers from Castle Rock. Mm-hmm. Um, he wrote some Black Panther books. Mm-hmm. Great, amazing writer and stuff. And he worked for like LA Weekly and stuff like that a long time ago too. A week, okay. like journalist. Right. But he's the co-host. He's a very talented guy. He's in it. A bunch of people are just in it, and I look really forward to that movie. Uh, the trailer should be dropping during San Diego Comic Con because he has a Hall H panel. Okay. And there's his like the rumor that he slipped is that he's dropping the trailer at San Diego Comic Con, so we'll be able to see the trailer soon. Okay. It's like two minutes and thirty some seconds, he said. Nice. Um, yes, I'm a Kevin Smith geek, and no, I will not apologize. His podcasts are one of the reasons why I have a podcast. Okay. Um, he's always been on there, and I. I know you've heard me say this too. Um, what is it? Hang on. If you want something in this world, go create it. Mm-hmm. He's always pushed creativity and people doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. And that was a huge step in me creating our po- the page, the Missile Comic Squad, and a huge step in me making the podcast. There you go. So I've been uh, very excited about it. I uh, can't wait for the new movie. Um, I look forward to seeing Jane Silent Bob back. So, should be fun. Yeah. Anything else? How was War of Realms? Uh, you were into I, it right away. I haven't read any of the cool issues. It's mainly been a lot of times. Okay. And stuff. Um, it's been interesting for the times. Uh, Captain Marvel's. I probably said this last podcast, the two switched bodies because of uh, Enchantress. Because Enchantress. <laughs> uh, let's see. He's pulling out an issue right now. War Scrolls has been very fun. Uh, Daredevil becomes the god without fear. And it's it's very interesting because Daredevil doesn't believe in multiple gods. He just believes in one, the one true god. So it's been interesting to see him take on the Kingpin. With the Kingpin have uh, basically dark elf powers, so basically Malekith is like, all right, I'll give you dark elf powers to have control if you be my minion or whatnot. And Kingpin's just basically like, oh, screw that, I'm gonna go take on Daredevil. He's my number one enemy. So huh. the two have been at it for pretty much uh, the three issue one of it. Nice. Um, what I like about events sometimes they come up with some great mini stories on the side. Oh, agreed. Um, like Forever Evil, that big event that happened a few years back. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Arkham Wars was an amazing mini run. Okay. Uh, Rogues Rebellion, which was all the Flash rogues. Okay. They had a very strong code. They don't okay. kill. That's their code. And the crime syndicate wanted them to like, kill people and blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no. So they fought against it. Mm-hmm. And they helped people. And then other villains, like Batman's Rogues and stuff, are after them. Mm-hmm. It's a really good story. Oh, huh. okay. Um, but not as good as the Bane story that came out of that. But that's, I know I've covered that many times. The Bane Conquest? The, oh, no, that's a good one. I have most of those issues. But the Bane that came out during the Arkham Wars story. Okay. Holy crap. It's just the manipulation between Bane and the Penguin and the Talons and everything that's happening in Gotham during that time is uh-huh. just ridiculous. Oh, man. And, like, Bane just goes crazy and just, like, rips Killer Croc literally in half from the jaw. Oh, my God. And, like, without, with ease. Like, breaks through a tower, Wayne's Tower, where Killer Croc is hiding out with his men mm-hmm. and literally grabs his jaw and rips him apart. Like that. Oh like without hesitation, without anything. And he just kind of breaks after that point. Um, that reminds me of. Uh, I'm looking at Thanos Force here. There's a, there's a run called Thanos Wins. And basically, it's an alternate timeline that Thanos visits his own himself or just Thanos beat everyone in the entire universe. And there's a panel where he literally rips Iron Man apart and half. His guts everywhere. Ooh. Just everyone is he just beats. It's insane. That reminds me of Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe. Oh, so Have you that read was, that? Yeah. I read that's I read the first one of it and oh man. Yeah, I, I won't read the remake, but like I read the first of all the first issues. Incredible. Um, I like how he kills Wolverine though. Yeah, right. He's like kind of like the cheapest way possible. <laughs> <laughs> I like how everyone gets quiet when you get louder. And like all the eyes turn on us yeah. at one point. Anyway, man, um, let's see. Should we do the prize? Should we do what? Should we do a prize question? Probably, yeah. Uh, do you have any ideas for the question? I had one, but I can't remember. Hmm. So, let's see. Since we're talking about tie-ins, let's do a tie-in question. Um, should we do favorite story from a major arc? Like side story. So, for example, Arkham War or um, War Scrolls. Um, or what else is another good one? I'm drawing blanks on anything Marvel right now. Yeah, um... Because Civil War is actually my favorite of all time. What came, wasn't there like some side mini ones off of Civil War though? Some what? Civil War seems like a big one. Ah, uh, this is a Civil War 2. Ah. Let's do, um, let's see, let's not do that maybe. Um, let's see guys, what should we do? I'm trying to think here. I had one earlier, but I can't remember. One of these days, I would love to do like a drawing contest or something stupid. Right. Like print, like put on the page or put on somewhere where they can get like coloring book pages. Yeah. Legitimate, like a coloring book, mm-hmm. and have people draw. That'd be cool. That would be really cool. Um, maybe I should do that. I think I might go home actually and find out, put it on the page for people to like draw. Um, I'm trying to find a question though, guys, and I'm just drawing a blank right now. Um, I, I'm trying to think some Marvel, but I'm just again drawing blanks, and I deeply apologize. Um, let's do. Should we do favorite comic book couple? Have we done that one yet? I don't think we have. Let's do that one. Um, let's do your favorite comic book couple. Um, explain why. I would prefer explaining why you do it, why you would like those two the most. Whether it's because that's the books you were reading at the time in life, or uh, something about those two characters. Something like personally, me, um, Mr. Miracle and Big Bart. Mm-hmm. My favorite combo couple. Um, yours? Do you have one? Ooh, I'd have to go Rogan Gambit. Rogan Gambit. Yep. I was wondering if you were going to go Rogan Gambit or Jubilee and Gambit. Really? I don't know that Gambit is Jubilee and Maybe I'm thinking of a different character. I thought it was Jubilee and Gambit. My second favorite one had no. Okay, this one. See, this is why favorite. I don't know Marvel. Captain Marvel, 
and uh, War Machine are my, actually my favorite. Ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Which Captain Marvel? Like when this happened? The Carol Danvers. Yeah, Dan obviously yeah. not Marvel, but yeah. When did this happen? This happened back in 2014 through 2016 until okay. Rhodey was killed by Thanos through a punch to the heart. Oh, spoilers. Yep. Ouch. Yep. Ouch. Yeah. Quite right, a way to go. Ouch, that's harsh. Anyway, yeah. Um, you can either email me at mncomicsquad.com at gmail.com. Again, that's mncomicsquad.gmail.com. Or on the Minnesota Comic Squad page. Um, if you're not a member of the Minnesota Comic Squad, you can always find the open group on Facebook. There is a link uh, right away that you can go onto and find the closed group. I believe we just got a new member that way, actually. I think so, yeah. Yeah, because he's not in part of any group that we know. And, like, I looked at their friends list and not see him. Um, but, yeah, so do that. And then follow the link and ask to be a member of the closed group if you'd like. Uh, otherwise, I do check the open page, but we are not as active on there. Mainly because the fo- that was a page created prior to the closed group. And um, so... We uh, function on the closed group. We have like 107 members, 106 members currently. Yeah. Um, slowly growing again. Um, we went a long time under 100, but now we are over 100. We're just sitting barely under 110. We keep bouncing back from like 109 to like 104. So we've lost a few members, but those are the people I think that were added mistakenly mm-hmm. by other members before I made up the rule of having to send them a link. Mm-hmm. Or invite them in a certain way where they can request to join. That is the key. I want to make sure everyone has the chance to request. Um, that way they can be welcomed properly into the group. Uh, Tony's always quick to jump on asking people their favorite comics and stuff. So that's awesome. I really do appreciate that. And so you will feel welcomed right away. Um, the other admin, Jamie, has been... Incredibly busy, so he's still on hiatus due to work. I miss Jamie. We all miss Jamie. (laughs) I need to get his number again um, because of my new phone situation. But once winter hits, I'm sure he will be back at full swing. Um, I can't imagine. I believe Royal Construction probably slims down in the winter, Uh depending on unless he travels because he's in a traveling group. Oh, that's true. So you never know with him, and I have not had the chance. But last time I talked to him, he did pick up his poles, and uh, he was busy reading. And I can't tell you what he was reading, but I can pretty much tell you it was everything. Didn't he drop like over $1,000 last time he was up here? Well, that was when Dark Detective Comics 1000 came. Oh, that's right. It was close to a grand. It was like 800 Well, that was every issue of that. That's a couple hundred bucks itself. Oh, my God. I don't know where he gets the money. Minus the Neil Adams covers, which I still want. Hint, hint, if anyone wants to buy me a gift. I would love a Neil Adams Detective 1000 cover, preferably the black and white, but I understand if you don't want to spend $250 on me. But if you do, (laughs) I'm willing to take that book. Um, But yeah, guys, so the question is, who is your favorite comic book couple? Uh, Email at mmcomicsquad.gmail.com. Find us on Minnesota Comics, Minnesota Comics Squad on Facebook, closed or open group. Uh, I prefer if you hashtag your comment, your answer to the question with Live Love Comics. That is the slogan of the group. And uh, I think that's all I got. What do you got? Anything else? I got nothing else. I got nothing else. I think it's been a successful podcast, and I appreciate you, Tony, for coming um, a closer distance than I came. Yeah, no problem. To a new shop that you introduced me to. Um, the guys at the desk were really nice. Maybe one of these days. I think we could probably just do this here more often. Oh, I agree. Um, it wasn't a bad drive for me. And they're open after I'm done with work. So we can do this almost any time mm-hmm. of the week. And uh, either save the podcast or just drop it. Um, but yeah, guys. So I think we're going to be signing off here. So live, love, comics. And uh, it's been great talking to you guys. See you uh, next time. See you.